Hello and welcome back to the Spirit Lad Leader Podcast. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, and in today's episode, I want to share with you a testimonial. So back in September of 2022, I did a live book study. And in that book study, I had a direct word from God in the sense of the people who are associated to that particular book study were sowing their time. I had this sense of worry that, oh man, I 90 minutes is a long period of time for people to dedicate in the middle of their workday potentially. And what God was showing me was that it was a it was a sacrificial commitment for them to sow, an opportunity for them to sow. And uh, I was just I wanted to be obedient and honoring God and trusting that every single person who attended that study would reap fruit as a result of dedicating and committing their time to God. And then I was inspired again to do another live book study in January. And for that particular book study, God gave me a word on making sure that people felt encouraged in overcoming pushback. And so again, I wanted to be obedient in making sure that I honored God in doing that, right? Focusing on the idea that we as believers can overcome any pushback or resistance that we're experiencing. And so today's episode is from a participant of both of those live book studies. And after I completed the second book study, I just wanted to make sure that this book study was not contingent on me showing up, but that I was able to automate it or create it in a way that people can experience it at their own pace and to allow for God to speak to them directly. So that's when I really decided to go all in on creating a digital book study, which is one of the things that I'm getting ready to launch. Take a listen to, you know, what that experience was like for this participant and it's girl time. You are listening to the Spirit Led Leader Podcast, where you will go from being prideful to fruitful, gaining biblical principles that will grow your influence, confidence, and relationship with God. I am your host, Naisha Sanders, the author of The Fruit of a Spirit Led Leader. I am also a wife, mom, and believer in business. Now, turn on that do not disturb, grab your notebook and pen, because it's grow time. Hello, my name is Kayla Squires, and I had the pleasure of taking part in two book studies that Naisha Saunders led. In the first study in September, I was struggling in my job, just experiencing a lot of obstacles with my current boss and a ton of setbacks to the point where I felt as though she wanted me to quit the team. And it was really difficult for me because I couldn't understand what was going on. Things had just changed so rapidly, and it was really frustrating for me and I just wanted to leave the job so badly, but I didn't feel that God was moving me anywhere else. During the book study, um, Naisha led several classes, but one of the main things that I got from it was that there was purpose 
in that experience and that I should be looking at what God was trying to do or show me through that. And so one of the great things that I'll remember is just focusing on how to find pleasure in the particular situation I was in and how to go from anger to pleasure and really just leaning on God to, to fix every situation. And so the successful outcome of that was that I started to just direct my eyes on God and his kingdom and just focus on the things that he was doing in me and where he was um, maturing me and asking me to make corrections. And I'm blessed to say that in this new year that things have completely turned around in my job. The boss that I was formerly working for, she was moved to a, a different team and I just found so much grace with my new boss. Like things are a complete 180. So I feel super blessed about that. And then the second book study that I did this past uh, January in 2023, I was dealing with a lot of new environments. I moved to a new city. Um, I was looking into moving to a new team internally and just a lot of, of new things on the horizon. And I actually felt pretty good going into this book study, but God was still working on my heart and still blessed Naisha with a word that really shook me. And in this second book study, what I realized is that things were going well and I was excited and I was focused on the things that God was doing in my life and not necessarily on God himself. And so I had really had to adjust where I wasn't just looking for the gift, but really seeking the giver of the gift. And that's one thing I got from the second book study is that I needed to really wholly focus on God and not make any idols in my life. And at the time, I realized that I was making my success. I was making how I look to other people an idol. And that's probably part of the reason why I had struggled so much with, you know, performing poorly in my job or just not getting the results I was looking for is because I was just so focused on what are people going to say about me? Um, what is How does this look for me? And so one of the blessings that I got out of the second book study is that I realized that I needed to spend more time in God's presence. And so one outcome is that I now have a prayer place or prayer closet in my house and uh, making it a habit to really start each morning with the Lord and just seeking his face and just not wanting anything else, but just his presence. And that's truly, truly been a huge blessing to me. And I've seen God just move in so many mighty ways where now they're opening an office in my new city. And previously I wasn't sure I'd be able to work in a new city I moved to. And so I just see so many great testimonies and I've seen the Lord just work on my heart. So I've been super blessed and I think you all should sign up and do a book study with Naisha. She is incredible and so led by the spirit is very evident. Um, thank you. Sometimes when we are struggling, experiencing a lot of obstacles and a ton of setbacks, we default to worry. We try understanding what's going on and why things are changing. And when we can't figure it out, we become frustrated. As Kayla mentioned in her testimonial, this frustration made her want to leave, but she didn't feel that God was moving her anywhere else. Hashtag, she tapped into her spirit, not just her mind and body. This is why developing your spirit man is so important because worry is an indication you're not worshiping. Worship is an action you intentionally take. When you take that action, you put yourself in the presence of God, which shifts your focus from the thing you are worrying about to the goodness of God. Bearing the fruit of a spirit-led leader is about leading holistically, 
which means you're not just consulting your soul, so your mind or intellect, will, and emotions. You're also not just relying on your body, so your senses, actions, and environment. Instead, you're tapping into your spirit, which is your faith, hope, and love. Worshiping God is specifically your act of love towards God, which in turn strengthens your spirit. God created us to worship. In John 4:23, Jesus said that God seeks worshipers. Since he created us, that means we should actually default to worship, not worry. So in the midst of your struggle, you must assess whether you are spending most or all of your time worrying or worshiping. This is the differentiating factor on whether you're being spirit-led or not. Worry leads to anger, a deed of the flesh, whereas worship towards God leads to a perspective shift that produces the fruit of the spirit. So point number one is you must decide to worry or worship. When you decide worship, that perspective shift allows for you to find pleasure in the situation you're in and help you go from anger to pleasure, which is joy, a fruit of the spirit. Kayla mentioned that the successful outcome for her was that she started to direct her eyes on God and his kingdom and just focus on the things he was doing in her and how he was maturing her. Here's one thing to bring to your attention. Your struggle and setbacks allow for you to spiritually mature when you focus on God. Think about the story of Peter walking on water. When he had his eyes on Jesus, he stayed above water. But when he didn't, he began to drown. What I find so amazing is that in a span of three to four months, Kayla's situation completely turned around and her boss that she was formerly working for moved to a different team. Side note, when we're going through, we think it'll take forever to be in a better place. However, when we stop focusing on the situation and focus on God, that's not our reality. Take this testimony as evidence. Remember Matthew 17, 20 through 21, where Jesus says, Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now here's what I want to highlight. When Kayla first started to share, she mentioned how she wanted to leave, but through her obedience, she didn't move. Instead, she focused on God, and in the end, it was her boss who moved. The point is this. Don't try to make your moves. Wait patiently on God moves. Why? Because when God moves, grace and favor comes, making your situation a complete 180. Patience is a fruit, and that 180 is proof of that. Kayla continues to share that after this situation, she was feeling pretty good, but decided to do another book study. And during the second study, she realized that things were going well. She was excited. However, she was focused on the things that God was doing in her life and not necessarily on God himself. She said, I had to adjust and stop looking for the gifts of God, but to seek the giver of the gifts. I needed to wholly focus on God and not make idols in my life. And at the time I realized I was making my success and how I was looking to other people an idol. Here's a caution about worship. Worship can be an action, 
so a verb, or a person, place, or thing, a noun. I'm going to read a portion of my book from the chapter on love, which says this. Remember Romans 8, 28. God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Note, all things working together for your good is contingent on your loving God. How do you ensure God knows that you love him? You acknowledge that love isn't merely a word or something you continually say. It requires action and truth, where the action is worship. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary shows two entries for worship. The first entry is the verb form of worship, to regard with great extravagant respect, honor, or devotion. Synonyms are adore, cherish, and love. Antonyms are abominate, despise, and hate. The second entry is the noun form of worship, extravagant respect or admiration for or devotion to an object of esteem. A synonym is idolatry. To understand this fully, let's also define what a verb and a noun are. A verb is a word that shows action, occurrence, or state of being. A noun is a person, place, or thing to serve as the subject of a verb. The difference between loving God, walking by the fruit of the Spirit, and idolizing people, places, or things, a deed of the flesh, is all in your worship. As Kayla realized, we have to be mindful of how we're interpreting our blessings and whether we're more focused on the gift or the giver of the gift. We all have to be conscious of this because it is so easy to spend more time trying to keep or hold on to what we have than to be flexible and willing to let it go to grow deeper in God. Another point to call out is that no matter what season you're in, a valley or a mountain, God wants to reveal himself to you and be involved in everything that you do. I created the book study to allow for you time and space to go back to God more than once, allowing God to speak directly to your heart and situation. To conclude this episode, I want you to think about a situation you're currently stressing about or frustrated with and ask yourself if you want to make your move or wait for a God move. I also want you to consciously assess how you're worshiping. Is your worship in action or a person, place, or thing? Lastly, if you want to go deeper into this work, I want to share with you the digital book study. In the study, we break down each of the fruit of the spirit and provide reflective activities for you to apply the learning to your situation. There are also group facilitation guides so that you can do it with others and a community right within the study for you to connect, encourage, and fellowship with other believers on the same journey of being spirit-led. I've included a link in the show notes to learn more. In the next episode, I will discuss the elements of being a spirit-led leader and the deeds of the flesh that makes being fruitful so necessary. Stay tuned, and if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast so that you get a notification of when the next episode is released.
Thank you for listening to the Spirit Lad Leader podcast. Right now, I want to invite you to join me in the Fruit of a Spirit Lad Leader digital book study. And if you're already there, now it's time to extend the invitation to someone you believe could benefit from it. My goal is to reach as many believers as possible to grow their relationship with God and trust Him in all areas of their life so that they can be fruitful and multiply. Also, if you think this podcast is insightful, powerful, or transformative, here are a few next steps. One, subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. Two, let me hear from you what you can do by leaving a five-star rating and positive written review on the platform you're consuming this content on. And three, share your favorite episode with whomever you believe will be blessed by it. I am so grateful to host this show and truly excited to see what God is going to do in and through us this week. Until next time, keep in step and know that God's got you, therefore you got it.